Episode 34, when is your protected time? Welcome to the Succession Secrets Podcast, where you can grow, groom, and graduate from your business in just seven minutes a day. And now, here is your host, Steve Prada. Welcome back, Succession Seekers. And today, I would like to talk with you about a strategy that many successful people, if not all successful people, apply. And entrepreneurs, uh, leaders, they all apply the protected time principle and I would like to discuss this with you today. So the first step is that really for a company, for a business, or even for an individual to grow personally, it is imperative that we have to go and become from a reactive mindset, go from a reactive mindset to a proactive mindset. And what does it mean going from reactive to proactive? The Boston Consulting Group has devised a matrix which basically has urgency on one axis and an importance on the other axis and there are four quadrants and obviously for most people the number one quadrant where they spend time in is the urgent and important task and this is the right place to be this is where we have to start all of us and there's a quadrant which nobody should spend any time in which is the not urgent and not important quadrant but the other two quadrants the urgent and not important and the not urgent but important quadrants, they don't get the right priority from most people. People who are more reactive rather than proactive, they spend a lot of time in the urgent and not important quadrant as opposed to spending time in the not urgent and the important quadrant. And the not urgent but important quadrant is called the effectiveness quadrant. Then that's not that obvious how to progress because essentially being in that quadrant requires you to prioritize important things over urgent things, to say no to a lot of things that are urgent, but which people want you to do, but it doesn't promote your business or it's not the most effective use of your time. You should not be doing it. You have to say no. You have to reject people. And that's not pleasant. But this is the only way to move forward. So that's the first step. So you have to move from the urgent but not important quadrant to the not urgent but important quadrant. But in order to spend time there, there are a few things that you need to do. First of all, you need to plan. You need to plan your day. You need to plan your time. And in order to plan your time well, you have to strategize and you have to reflect. So you have to really think about what is the most important priority you have, what is the best use of your time, and you have to strategically plan time and execute time for those tasks. And then you have to reflect. You have to reflect on what you've done and what you're doing. And you have to constantly ask the question, is this still the right way to spend my time? Is it still the most important thing that I'm working on? And what are the urgent but maybe not so important things that I can discard or give it to someone else for whom it can be an important task and and not do? So planning, strategizing, and reflection is very important. But when can you do this planning, strategizing, and reflecting? Really, to do that during the workday is very, very difficult. If you're in the office, then what do you do? You can close the door and you can hang a do not disturb sign on the door, but that's not going to facilitate an open communication in your company. People will feel weird. They will not know what you do there, or they will want to do the same thing, whereas 
They may not be in a strategic leadership position and it's not justified for them to do this. So it can be a little bit awkward. People around you may not understand. The phone may still ring and generally it's hard to do. There are some people who have done it and who are doing it. You know, old examples is, is Edison who locked himself up every afternoon for a short nap. And what he did was he actually used this nap to catalyze his creativity. He kept a weight in, in one of his hands. And when he fell asleep, his hand relaxed and dropped the weight. And then he woke up. And that was when he got the best ideas. So some people can do it. Churchill did it. He had also a nap in the middle of the afternoon. And then he kept working into the VRs. But generally, for most people, especially if they are not as powerful as Edison or Churchill, it's going to be weird. It's going to be tough to do. The other thing which is tough is to do it during working hours. And even if you're in your home office, it's going to be tough because you may, may be getting uh, calls or you may be uh, getting emails that you have to respond to or you feel that you have to respond to. So generally, it's very hard to dedicate the time during the day and in an office environment. So basically, the, be the time to do it is either before the workday or after the workday. And I am not very much in favor. And of course, we are all different. And some people are night owls, and they can be very effective uh, late at night when all is quiet and they can think clearly and, and they can be creative. So that can work for some people. I generally think that evening is not the best time because people are low energy in the evening, many people. And also their, their ready access memory, their RAM memory in the mind is full of the day's debris. So it's going to be a very tough to think clearly at that time of, of day. And also family obligations. I mean, don't, we are social creatures. We don't we want to spend some time with our kids. When the kids go to bed, we want to spend some time with our spouse. And it's generally not very social to just go away and, and have our quiet time in the evening. But it works for some people, and, and that's fine. Firstly, for me, what works best is to have the quiet time in the morning. I, wake, I like to get up early, although I don't get up as early as I used to. I used to get up at 4 a.m. five or six years ago before I moved uh, to America. But I still get up uh, relatively early, between 5 and 6 a.m., and then I have at least one undisturbed hour. And I can read, I can think about things, I can draw mind maps, I can strategize. And uh, with a cup of coffee in hand, it's really my favorite time. And when I used to get up at 4 a.m., I was doing essentially 90% of the value generation work that I did at this time. So I did, I re read an hour, I wrote one or two hours, I wrote articles. I spent an hour reflecting, planning the day, and essentially I did three or four hours of focused work. So by the time I hit the office, I had most of my work done for the day and I felt super relaxed and I could really focus on my clients. So I believe that the morning is the best time for your protected time, but it's going to be different for everyone. So the question of the day for you today is, when is your protected time? So send me some comments. And thank you for those of you who commented uh, my posts. I see that uh, the number of readers and downloads are growing exponentially every day. So I'm really excited about that. So please keep it coming. And also, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you do that, it's going to help me help us get out the podcast to a wider audience. So that's going to be good for the podcast. It's going to be good for the community too, because you will have more comments and you will be able to connect with more people. So 
please do that. And thank you again for listening. And I look forward to connecting again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Succession Secrets Podcast. Make sure you check out SuccessionSecrets.com for archive podcasts and transcripts and IntrepCoaches.com. That's E-N-T-R-E-P Coaches.com to download your free copy of the Your Terms newsletter.